therootwave.com. What's going on, beautiful people? Thank you for returning back to my channel, The Root Wave. In this episode, I have Kim Goodluck Seabrook. Please say hello, Kim. Let us know where we can find you, please. Hello, hello. Yes, Kim Goodluck Seabrook. You can find me on Instagram, Goodluck Seabrook, S-E-A-B-R-O-O-K. Facebook, Kim Seabrook, and you can find me all over. <laughs> Thank you, Kim, for being on the channel. I really appreciate it. Um, I ran into you because um, I I follow a lot of people in the Bronx and, and there's no way that you can't run into your page as well. Um, so once I did, uh -huh. I, I kind of looked into it and I said, you know what, this person's making moves, this, this person understands what's going on, um, definitely have uh, the foot on the street type of feel, um, very grounded, you seem just down to earth. What I would like you to do uh, for the audience is just explain uh, what it is that you do, please. Indeed. Yeah. So I am a poet, first off. Um, so I'm out here spreading nothing but positive vibes and good energy. So also do motivational speaking. I mentor young kids. I also mentor young adults with autism. Um, as I always say when I introduce myself on the stage, I'm a poet, mentor, mother, lover, friend. So I'm all that good stuff. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. I really appreciate that. Um, so let's get into it a little bit. Um, I, one of the reasons that I wanted you on the channel was I want to discuss what it is that you're encountering when you go out there and you're doing your poetry and also uh, when you're mentoring kids and you're out there speaking to them. What is it that you're seeing um, on a positive side and what is it that you're seeing on a side and we're not going to call it negative but on a side that may need a lot more improvement? A lot more tweaking. Mm -hmm. Well, on the positive side, you know, it's um, all about changing people's lives and changing people's perspectives on how, whether they see themselves or other situations. So that's my goal is to always make sure that if somebody may have a negative, you know, energy or a negative thought that I'm going to switch it. That's my goal to make sure that they're going to leave there empowered. They're going to leave embrace. And again, that's from whether I'm po doing poetry or I'm mentoring. Um, I just always want to make a positive impact on someone. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So in regards to uh, maybe some stuff that maybe needed tweaking, um, I just think we need just need more people, more people to support. You know what I mean? Um, there's always people who are saying there's not things being happening, being done in the Bronx. There's nothing for them to do. There's so so many things to do. I do so many events. Um, there's so many activities for the kids to do, and then ninety percent of the things are free. It's just a matter of you getting from in front of you your building <laughs> and actually going to these events and networking and going out to meet other people. And I guarantee you, you will see a difference in the community itself from what you're always used to seeing. Well, that's a good point that you brought up because I was literally having this conversation with my daughter um, because I'm thinking about doing like a little project for her where she involves herself in the community as well. But um, I felt like even right now you're saying that there's a lot to do and I'm not saying that I'm sitting here doing the research all the time, but I don't feel like we in the Bronx have that access to that information in regards to um, showing us the light of day to these programs that are available on a regular basis, you know, um, how does somebody that's watching this um, find that information? What's the best place to, how do they find out that uh, these programs are taking place or, or anything's going on in the Bronx that are usually free? Well, yeah, I'm always posting things. So it's just a matter of saying um, you follow, you pay attention to what's going on. I'm always posting everything, everything, everything that I do uh, because I want the community to know what's going on. So um, I do have some resources. I also have some information on something that I'm doing soon with um, this 
group. I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot the name of it. But um, they do poetry workshops as well. It's free for the girls, um, free for, you know, boys as well. But they had dance class. There's again, there's so many things to do. So I'm definitely going to put that information out there. So if you follow me, you can always stay on top of the loop and see what's going on, especially in the Bronx and all over the boroughs. Yeah, no, that's appreciated. That's why I like your page, because it's you're looking at things and you're like, hey, I didn't know this was going on. Um, you know, nobody's really putting it out there like. Like if you were in Brooklyn or Queens or something like that, you know, because I feel like when you go to those boroughs, there's a lot more organization in regards to getting the community involved and, and getting those programs and the word of mouth out there. Um, I just feel like there's a lot, which is I'm glad that we brought up that point because maybe somebody watching is like, hey, let's put something together. So that way, every time something's going on in the Bronx, the whole Bronx knows, <laughs> you know, exactly. instead, of exactly. it, instead of it being hidden somewhere. Um, now, let's talk about. Um, you've you've been raised in the Bronx, and, and I have too. What differences are you seeing with the youth um, from our time to now, in regards to um, yeah, <laughs> in regards to <laughs> in regards to um, I guess the development development of our borough and our youth. It's it's kind of like a mixed thing because I am in the arts. I do see a lot of positive kids doing a lot of amazing things. You know what I mean. But then I also see that side where um, kids are really disrespectful mm. and um, they don't have that ground. You know, you know, back in the day where you can't go because the neighbor Jackie was coming outside. She's gonna beat you too. You know what <laughs> I mean. So we don't have that anymore. You know, like we can't even knock on your neighbor's door for a cup of sugar. Cause nobody talks to each other anymore. You can't, um, I remember sharing, you know, the light, the electricity, our electricity, we're now we're going to get the extension call from Nate and just like Beanie Siegel said, but it was literally what we did. You know what I'm saying? And those things don't happen no more. So I think that's the disconnect with the kids now that there's not that, that connection with the community, which, uh, you know, your neighbors and stuff like that. I think that's a big, big factor. Um, also there, the arts, you know, they stopped a lot of art programs and, music and things like that. However, again, being doing what I am doing, I do see a lot more stuff going on in the community with the kids. So it's like a balance, you know what I mean? Now I think they are pushing it more out and out, but that was a major problem that there wasn't no, no creativity for the kids, you know? So. Right. I noticed that too in the Bronx, we have a lot more art stuff going on, art, music, mm -hmm. food, right. like stuff that, you know, we never had back in the day. Never, mm -hmm. never, never, never had mm -hmm. back in the day. Well, I mean, we had band, we had art, we had shop, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? We had, it was different, we had though. A few <laughs> yeah, but I mean, now it's a lot more, yeah, a lot more for the kids to be creative. Yeah, so no. it's out there, we just got to find it. Yeah, I mean, it. Um, maybe the best way to say it is that I remember back in the day, all that stuff felt really underground. Like, it felt yeah. really underground. Now, it still feels kind of underground, but it's in social media, so it really isn't, you know? So, right. um, definitely, there's a different vibe to it. And I feel like I do see the youth, even though I think you're 100% right, they're, a lot, they're still disrespectful and everything, and there's that <laughs> lack of community. But there is a lot of camaraderie. Camar how do you say? Camaraderie? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, sorry. Like, don't there's a, me there's a lot of loyalty <laughs> between them, yeah. them now compared to um, when we were growing up. Um but yeah, um, how, how about we discuss real quick, because you're a parent and I'm a parent too, how do we get the kids to not be disrespectful? How do we get them to empower them to um, make moves in the community? And how do we make them um, get the word out so that way not only they're enjoying and benefiting from these programs and the things going on in the Bronx, but also their peers can too? 
But again, it comes from the parents. You know what I'm saying? We got to get the kids out. We got to get them motivated. We got to get them into activities. You got to look for resources. The resources are there and you just have to find it. So, you know, if your kids is outside in the front of the building all day, you know, doing absolutely nothing because they don't play like how we used to play. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody playing tag. Nobody's doing hopscotch and double dutch or finding the littlest things to play with. You know, they're not doing that. So if they're outside, they're probably getting into trouble. And they need to be somewhere being creative. So I think it just really all comes from the parents. Yeah. And not blame the parents because sometimes we could do so much for our kids and they still end up getting caught up in the street. So not even necessarily just that. But, I mean, overall, it comes from with us to start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me, have you noticed any programs in the Bronx that really like stand out? Well, um, actually, yes. And how can I not mention Guns Down Life Up is another program. They are based out of Lincoln Hospital. I mentor them as well. Um, they do a lot of amazing things. And I mean, you got young male teenagers, you understand, like who are there every week for the after school program. Um, they're, they're active, they're engaging, they um, do music. I did a poetry workshop. They was, you know, maybe one of them didn't want to participate, but I still, you know, I, he still did it, whether it was two lines or no, you know what I mean? He still was able to do it. So yeah, shout out to Guns Down Life Up. Um, they also had like t-shirts that they made that were sold at Dr. J's. They're working on another store. So they do do a lot of dope stuff. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, do you feel that the people that you are mentoring or um, coming to see you, do you feel like they're, um, do you feel like they're in, I don't know how to put this, but do you feel like there's a, a big need of, of, of mentorship and support out there? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even for my son growing up, you know, I was um, I don't even like to use the term single mother. You know what I mean? Right. Because I taught him how to be raised by the community, whether, you know, it was um, a friend who had to watch him while I was at work. You know what I mean? So I can't say that I did everything by myself. I was blessed to have many people to help me with my son. And, you know, so everybody needs a mentor. You know, even some adults need some mentor mentorship, depending on where you want to go in your life. And you need some kind of guidance. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, because you have the your boots on the ground, um, what is it that you see in the community or in the Bronx in general that for the future, like um, if you walk around the worst parts of the street of the Bronx, you probably think like, yo, there's no future here. But because you're part of, um, you know, that that whole world of motivating and mentorship and all these programs that are going on, what what, what positive and awesomeness are we seeing in the future for the Bronx? I'm seeing uh, rooftops with fresh gardens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm seeing our kids becoming very successful leaders and positive role models for their kids in the future. Um, I'm seeing, I'm seeing definitely some happiness. You know what I mean? And that's that's important because there's a lot of sad and miserable souls out here. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, um, I, I see a lot of great things. I definitely see a lot of great things and positivity coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit about how someone that may be watching this, who may be younger, gets into the whole motivational, you know, leadership, um, even the the arts, the poetry. Like, what's a good place to start? That's a good question. Um, 
you know, with me, it just started with me performing, honestly. So I went on stage. I'm, I'm just going to express what or how it happened for me, and maybe that can guide somebody. So I went on stage for the first time. This was about 13 years ago. Um, I've always been creative. I've always been into performing and things like that. But um, I wrote about an abusive relationship that I just left. And for me to be able to express that, not worry about judgment. You can't worry about what other people think. It's your feelings. It's how you want to express it and get it out. That was like the biggest thing I had to get through. And um, I did it because I talked about, like I said, abusive relationships. I talked about abortion. I talked about just me going through this trauma and getting out of it. So when I was able to speak that, the women in the audience are like, wow, you're telling my story. I just didn't know how to say it. The men are like, well, who's this guy? You know what I mean? You're not supposed <laughs> to be treated like that. Like, you know, they said some other stuff, but, you know, I got your back. Like, da, da, da. So it was like refreshing that I was able to be that voice for other people. So in return, I felt like that was definitely my calling. I took a break in between there, you know, because life happens. But the past few years, I've been consistent with going out to events, meeting other people. Um, it's just, you just really have to stay active in the community. You got to find these events. You have to, you have to, have to. Once you find one thing, I promise you it's going to trickle down and you're going to continue to follow the rest. That's how it happens. Yeah, no, um, I appreciate that you said that because I, um, a lot of what I do on my channel is I interview people who, um, you know, it doesn't even matter if they're doing something big or small, but as long as it's inspirational, um, mm -hmm. I want to talk to them. But another thing that I'm getting from all these interviews that I do is it's all about self-expression, right? Like it's all about nothing really comes without you letting go of the fear of what people think of you or um, actually making the decision that I'm going to express myself. I'm going to say my story. And then the funny thing is the same thing happened to me where I, one day I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to express myself. I'm going to talk to people. I'm just going to do things. And then things just started coming in. And I feel like, right. um, one thing that's very important right now. And, and I want to just mention it cause you mentioned it is that it is important to just express yourself. People want to hear other people's stories because we're on this planet on our own in our mind. So if people right. are actually expressing themselves and you can relate, it opens up your world and your mind. And then that just keeps going as long as you keep doing it with other people. And then that Absolutely. brings then that brings that sense of community, you know? And that's, that's exactly that's pretty awesome because that's connecting. And I feel like with social media and everything, that has changed the game for everyone. But even I feel in the Bronx, I mean, that's been such a tool that people are using to express themselves, to connect, to actually make moves and 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 just just tell their story. And then people are just like, yo, I wanna hear more. You know, I'm going to exactly. follow you. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, like, let's build. Let's do things together. Let's self-express exactly. together. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty dope. And then, it, and then it, it gives them motivation to tell their story. You know what I mean? And that's the best part because you got, I mean, for years, you would think, you know, for years, I, I've held so much stuff in. You know what I mean? And for me to be so expressive as I am now, I'd be like, dang. Right. But it was therapy for me. You know what I mean? That yeah. was my therapy. Poetry is my therapy. And I always say that. Yeah. So, no, and, 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 and all the, yeah, and all these kids out here be like, "Hey, I want to be a YouTube star, or I want to sing, oh, I want to uh, dance," and you're like, "Yo, um, you don't realize that that's that begins with the expression where you actually being like, yo, 'Yo, I'm going to express, and I'm not going right. to care what anyone thinks.' But then also, it takes a lot of work, which then leads me to my <laughs> second part of what I do with these interviews, and another thing that I like, I love to dissect in in these interviews is is the work ethic. Um, 
what is it uh, uh maybe a better question is if or a better statement is would you mind um explaining the work ethic behind what you do there is a lot of sacrificing that you have to do if you want to um be a positive influencer or just if you whatever you want to do in life is, is a lot of sacrificing if you want to do outside the norm of the nine to five da, 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 da. Right. So, um, for instance, I just tell you how this journey really, really started for me. Um, the past two years ago, I got fired from my job. I was working in a car dealership. I sold 35 cars in my department, but you fired me because you said it was my numbers. <laughs> now, mind you, I was, yeah, exactly. I was living in Connecticut, but I was constantly coming back and forth to New York because that, that year, like my poetry was really, really, you know, doing a lot. So once I got fired, I was like, okay, say no more. Then I'm going to leave. This was the best thing that you could ever do for me. Um, I mean, I left my house. I left everything, you know. So homeless for two years, you know what I'm saying? Um, not going back to working for the man, you know what I mean? Um, so you sacrifice time with your family. You sacrifice um, financial stability. Um, you sacrifice a lot of things. But if you know and you see where you're going and you stay on top and top on top of what you're doing and you believe in yourself there's no limit there's no limit i mean look at the things that i'm doing right now i i mean even during that transition you know what i mean i kept pushing i kept pushing i kept pushing my son was like what you mean you're not looking for a job you know my son is 19. <laughs> what do you mean not looking? he's not used to me he knows that whenever something goes quote unquote bad you know what i mean in our eyes sometimes we think that losing a job is a bad thing when it's really a blessing, you can make it into a blessing. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I chose to do with it. So it's all about sacrificing and not being scared to not be able to do your nails or, you know, do your own hair, you know, or, um, again, sleeping from couch to couch. You know what I mean? Getting your car repossessed. Like, yeah, so those are the things that you got to sacrifice. And it's all, all worth it. Because no matter how much I didn't have monetary, I had it spiritually, I had it emotionally, I had it, um, you know, just... Definitely internally, like everything. So that's why I stay glowing. Like people be like, "How you be so happy? What you mean? How? How can I not? Like I'm blessed so on top of blessings." Like, mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. No, that's <laughs> awesome because um, um, one thing that I always express about myself is the last eight years have been such a struggle for me. But the the one thing that I appreciate more than ever is knowing that a lot of times life has to just slump all the way down for you to actually like shoot back up. And mm -hmm. then that that's like the best time to to actually like yo get your shit together and be like yo we out so um, yeah I'm glad that you brought that up but um, Kim let me just um, ask you one more time um, what any events or anything that's happening that we can catch you at oh there's um, a lot of stuff well it's the Bronx is postponed I don't know <laughs> if you are aware of that that's postponed mm -hmm. um, but that's a huge festival going on and I know that what, whatever happened in the situation it's only meant for it to be bigger mm -hmm. and um, Grow. What do I have going on? Like, I got so much stuff. It's like, uh, okay, I'm doing a video shoot for my new song, Justice for All. That's going to be Saturday. Um, I'm sorry, Mark. Like, I'm doing so many things. And then next <laughs> week, I got like three events back to back to back. Um, again, I don't know. You got to just follow me and stay on top. And yeah, yeah follow Kim. She's You'll always see. got something going on there. Yeah, she's <laughs> exactly. like, my calendar is always full, which is a blessing. So yeah, I'm actually supposed to be performing in Maryland. Um, you know, I'm 
I'm booked for it. So I'm just, I'm making a decision. Like if this is definitely something that I want to do because I'm just looking at the other artists and in comparison to what I do, but everybody's like, nah, I can't go do it. Bust it out. Show your positivity. And then, you know, I don't want to talk about, you know, anybody, but I just, I'm hoping that this is what it needs to be. So Mm -hmm. let's see. And where where can we find you again? Good look. Seabrook on Instagram and if you got Facebook it's Kim Seabrook yeah very good Kim I'm gonna put all the information below so that way um, people can go follow you can go support because we need people like you I don't care if there's a hundred motivators in the Bronx we need more you know what I mean like uh, right, yeah right. we need more we need so many more but yeah, you know, the future looks bright um, I wasn't really messing with the Bronx too much for a couple of years, even though I was living here. And then all of a sudden, I was like, yo, let me jump in. And I was like, whoa. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm, like I'm like, yo, damn, I should have got in sooner. But um, yeah. Um, everything is timing. Everything yeah, is timing. Yeah, divine uh-huh. timing. I believe in that, definitely. Um, now, if you wouldn't mind, like I ask all my guests, I always tell them if they could just give us a positive send off real quick, a message that might hit the gut, get them going a little bit, please. Yeah, if you don't mind, could I do a little quick something? All right. All right, here we go. Um, through everything I've been through, I managed to be here. I'm fighting through the storm. I'm holding back my tears. Got fired from my job, so I jumped on my career. The mountain seems so far. In fact, it's really near. If I focus on the problem, they will never disappear. That's how I hold my ground. That's how I persevere. I'm the advocate for pain. I'm the advocate for strength. Who said that in this life, I deserve to feel like less. I was sleeping in my car, but my car got repossessed. I took it as a loss. The karma was a stress. Staying place to place on the couch to get some rest. My back was really hurting. Got cramps all in my neck. Staying on the grind because I got to get them checks. The checks I got were bouncing. I can't get out of debt. What happened to the friends? This seems as if they left. It's just me, myself, and I, but that's all I really need. To keep away the vultures, to keep away the greed. Life is not a race. Take your time, don't speed. Yes, it right, stay humble. Very true indeed. One thing for sure that I can always guarantee that in this thing called life, I will make it to succeed. Peace. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Appreciate that. You awesome. Know. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Kim. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm going to make sure I put all the information below. Um, that way everyone can check you out. I really appreciate you being on the channel. It's, nah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah I love talking to people like you. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kim. And to my audience, right. please go follow Kim. Check her out. Um, I'm going to put all the information below. Start attending these type of events because not only to support people like Kim, but also to meet people like Kim, like me, like all the people that are sitting in the audience doing just awesome stuff that are sitting there, you know, just building off of the energy that Kim may be giving off and, and, exactly. just, and just looking to um, create something awesome and positive, right? Because a lot of the audiences, a lot of times like that, you know, mm-hmm. right? So I, th- I think that's a beautiful thing. Please go support Kim. Um, and I'll catch you around in the next episode. I'll catch you around. Peace. Later. on a ghetto vacation away from them stiff suit men who sit and scrutinize our lives, not knowing they could get brutalized for that. Lowers the kicks and highs the hats. Explosion hits, you got no hats off the meat racks. I don't rhyme no more. I eat trash.